We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Rachel. We're the creators of Plant School. Rachel's going to be teaching me, a plant novice, everything I need to know about plants, plant care, and gardening, all in a way that anyone can understand. Yeah, whether you have never touched a plant or you consider yourself an expert and you want to just learn more, this podcast is for you. And though it sounds simple, there's actually a lot to cover. So what are you waiting for? Join Join us us in in Plant plant School. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 20 of the Plant School Podcast. Today we will be going over Hoya plants. Is that what they're called? Yeah, Hoyas. Okay, mm-hmm. Hoyas. So it's the care guide for the Hoya plant. Um, Rachel, any kind of introduction to this plant? Yeah, so just real quick, this was a suggestion from a friend, um, Danelle. You can find her on Instagram at plant underscore a underscore patch. And it, the reason why I'm giving her a shout out is because she also... Well, she's, how do I say this? She's an alum. Do you say that? Yeah. She graduated from my same major that I did. Um, Really, really sweet girl. And she gives some great tips for landscape design. She gives a lot of tips for interior plant care. And she also does her own designs as well. So she has a lot of really great stuff going on over at her Instagram. So again, that's at plant underscore a underscore patch hey guys this is rachel just jumping on real quick the day after we have published our podcast i realized i had accidentally made a mistake so that instagram handle for my friend is actually plan a patch so it's plan underscore a underscore patch i just wanted to correct that that was totally my bad as you'll find out later we were recording this very late and it was just a little mistake and anyways, I'll let you guys get back to listening. If you hear some little noises right now in the background, it's my boys because they're awake. Can you say hi? Hi. All right, back to the podcast. Okay. So what is a Hoya? I have no idea what this plant looks like or what all is about it. <laughs> what is about it? So a Hoya is from the Apocyanaceae family. Whoa. And that is also known as the Dogbane family. Um, a lot of members of this family are, it's, you know, nicknamed the Dogbane family because some were used as dog poison, which, oh, who would want to poison a dog? I just don't understand that. Dogs are so sweet. But apparently, that was a use way back when. 
Um, but the Hoya, not to be mistaken, this is not a member of this family that is toxic to cats or dogs. So it is fine to have it around pets. It may make them mildly sick. Um, like if they eat a lot of it, they might um, throw up. But it's not it's not going to poison your pets. So a Hoya, it's also known as the Hindu rope plant or the wax plant, wax vine. And it's because they have these kind of thick waxy leaves. Um, and it is a succulent, actually. You can kind of tell because it kind of has those like uh, thicker leaves. And then they have these flower crust crusters. <laughs> there it is. I always, I always mess up a word at least once in this podcast. So there it is. Flower crusters. I meant to say flower clusters and they have an umbel structure. Sam, do you know what umbel means? Any um, guesses? Yeah, it's what Hoyas have, right? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's like we're doing a podcast on Hoyas. Um, so an umbel structure, it's almost like a little, kind of looks like an umbrella, just like a half circle almost shape. Um, a dome. A dome. Yeah. Thank you. They're kind of cute. Um, so anyways, to continue with the history of Hoyas, they are native to Asia and Australia. The Hoyas encapsulate about 200 to 300 species, a massive amount of species. Um, I would say that Hoya carnosa is one of the most common that you will find at your like local greenhouse. Um, I don't know why it's the most common. I guess it just does well in homes. And the name Hoya comes from the botanist Robert Brown, which made me kind of laugh um, when I read that, I was like, why did Robert Brown, like, where did he get Hoya from? But he named it in honor of his friend, Thomas Hoy. Hmm. Yeah. And um, Hoyas, they, so I mentioned how they have their humble flowers, right, Sam? Mm-hmm. And they're actually pretty fragrant. They can be in cream or a blush pink or a burgundy red. And... um Oh, this was kind of interesting. So the flowers, they they grow on these little uh, shoots called spurs. And these spurs grow longer and longer each year. They generally don't have, um, they have little to no leaves growing on them. Um, and each year they will flower and then grow longer, then flower, then grow longer. So you actually don't want to be cutting off these little these little things with no leaves. Um, they're the spurs of the plant that the flowers will grow on. And, okay, last last little thing, Sam, I promise. This okay. is, was a long-winded answer. Um, Hoyas are often epiphytic, which means that they grow on top of another plant. Um, so they usually grow on top of trees, and they also naturally grow in very rocky areas, which will be important later on. Gotcha. So are these easier plants, harder plants to take care of? Um, so I don't actually own one. I went to our local um, hardware store trying to find one. 
So this is not speaking from experience. This is speaking from me researching, but they are relatively low maintenance from what I could read. Easier said than done. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we'll start going through the the usual uh, step or usual things that you need to know to take care of a plant. So what about its lighting needs? Where should you put this plant? Yeah, so Hoyas, they prefer indirect sunlight. Um, direct sunlight will scorch the leaves. It's very similar to how, um, I don't know, some of your more common succulents are. You don't want them in direct light because they will start to, their leaves will burn. And Hoyas are no different. They just, they love really bright indirect sunlight. Um, so something like a south-facing window is really ideal for this plant. They don't do terribly well in low light. Um, it's not like, I feel like a ZZ plant or a snake plant is one that's really well known for being in low light. And it is nowhere near those guys. It it will die. <laughs> it will <laughs> die if you put it in low light. And it also won't flower if it's not getting enough light. Um, and, oh, that one, okay, never mind. I had a note for when it drops leaves, um, and that can be a sign of it getting too cold. So you don't want to be placing it by like an AC unit or maybe your heating unit. Um, its leaves can be a little touchy with temperature fluctuations. Um, they also, leaves can also fall off. From being overwatered, um, so keep that in mind. It's not if your leaf falls off, don't freak out and think that it must be the AC. Kind of do a check of oh, is this overwatering? Is it too close, you know, to some fluctuating temperature in my home? And kind of figure it out from there. Okay, what about the watering needs? Yeah, so your hoya, um, like I mentioned, it grows in very rocky areas naturally or on top of trees um so you're going to be want to you're going to want to water this plant when the soil is dry um it doesn't handle really saturated soil very well um doesn't handle over watering um because yeah it's a succulent as well and we know that succulents don't need a ton of water um so i would say just Fill your soil if it is dry, water water it if it feels moist, skip it until you can feel that that soil is, you know, completely dry. Um, little dropping flower buds could be a sign of a watering issue or stress from maybe moving it. So once again, if you have flower buds that are just falling off, kind of do a check, you know, is my watering okay or did I recently, you know, move it? from a different room and maybe that's why um these plants do love humidity because it is native to asia and australia which are a little more humid and tropical at least in the areas that they grow um they will do well if you put a pebble tray underneath them and kind of have that humidity there and just like as a side note the I mentioned there's a lot of different types of Hoyas, um, and so they can differ in their watering needs. Some, you know, that have thicker leaves, people have noticed that the ones with thicker leaves don't need um, 
as much water as often, but the ones with thinner leaves need a little more water more often. So it, it's not like all Hoyas need exactly the same amount of water. They may differ a little bit depending on what species you have. Okay, so for fertilizing, when do you know you need to fertilize and how often and and what kind of fertilizer would you use? Yeah, those are great questions. So you asked first when do you when do you know you need to fertilize, right? Yeah. Um it, I would say try and stick to, you know, the big growing seasons of your plant, which is usually when there's a lot more light outside, like in the spring and summer seasons. That's when your plant is really actively growing. And I would say if your plant is in kind of a lower light area, not too low, we talked about that, um, maybe once or twice during those growing seasons. But if it's in a higher light situation, you can see that it's doing really well and growing pretty quickly, um, fertilized two to three times. And I recommend using um, either a 2010-20 fertilizer or a 20-20-20 fertilizer, which is you know, just an all-purpose one. You can find them most anywhere. Um, I also read that if you have higher phosphorus in your fertilizer, it can help your Hoya bloom. And so in relation to those numbers, the 20-20-20 numbers I just said, it's nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium in that order, and PK. So the middle number, that is phosphorus. And if you notice that, you know, you're looking at fertilizers and that middle number is higher, maybe go for that one because it can help your Hoya um, have better chances of blooming. Does it bloom a lot of flowers or just uh, like one flower? So it has like that little umble structure, right? Yeah. And I don't know how many flowers are on that, but there's like, I don't know, more than half a dozen. Okay. And I don't know how many of those bloom at once. I guess it depends how bigger plant is does it keep the flowers as it goes on or i'm pretty sure they stay for just like a little season and then they die and fall off and they come back yes they do come back yeah so it's kind of like an outdoor plant yeah thing yeah all right um what kind of soil is best for a hoya yeah so a well-draining soil um does really well for Hoya. So if you're at the store trying to figure out, you know, what kind to get for it, if you're repotting it or something, I would recommend buying a succulent mix of soil because succulent mixes have a higher content of sand, which really helps with drainage. Um, And this is because, you know, naturally they are growing in very well-draining areas like those rocky, you know, soils or um, on a tree. It they don't have a whole lot of saturation around their roots. Um, I've also heard if you are not big into having like standard soil, that coconut core works really well. Sam, do you know what coconut core is? It's the core of a coconut. Basically, you know what? I don't even know if I know how to describe what coconut core is. I just know it's like a, I don't know, a little scrunchy mass of... <laughs> it's not like coconut shavings i don't know i don't know how to describe it 
Anyways. No, you don't. No. Maybe. I, <laughs> I feel like I, I just more confused everyone than helped. Let me look it up. Here we go. Coconut core or coconut fiber is a natural fiber extracted from the outer husk of coconut. Okay. That was much better than what I said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It kind of looks like soil. To be honest, it is brown and kind of looks like a, a dark sawdust, at least from what we're seeing here on Google. But anyways, you can use that. Um, I've heard that that works pretty well um, with uh, Hoyas. Lekka works really well. And Lekka are just these little clay balls. Um, and it's, yeah, just a soilless medium. And then I've also heard that using just uh, straight up pine bark can work well too. Because all of those are fast draining. Um, Hoyas do flower more if they're not in a giant pot. You kind of want to keep it in a pot that, like, not root-bound, but is is the right size for it, if that's vague enough for you. <laughs> you just don't want a giant pot. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and to know when you should repot this plant, roots will be coming out of the pot, and you're just going to want to get one that is slightly bigger, so maybe one to two inches bigger. <laughs> what? Like- you know how to repot when the roots have shattered your pot because <laughs> they've grown so big. When the roots are dangling to your floor and taking over. And yeah. grabbing you and tripping you. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Yeah. Um, how would you propagate a plant? So if you love your Hoya so much, you want to just make another one out of your Hoya. Yeah, so this is best done in spring or summer during that active growing season that we talked about. And I read that you can do it by leaf cutting. So you're simply going to take a leaf, um, snip it off at the base, and stick it into soil or stick it into water, whichever you prefer, until roots start to come out. And then you can transfer it to soil or whatever medium you want to be growing it in or you can also uh, propagate Hoyas by stem cuttings so it's gonna you're gonna cut a piece off that's about four to five inches long you know has a few leaves um, and you're gonna go you can use a rooting hormone Um, it increases your chances of success it doesn't guarantee it but it can really help And you can either set it in a glass of water or you can go ahead and stick it straight into soil. Um, If you do it in water, wait until those roots, you know, are about one to two inches long um, and then transfer it to a soil. Don't, like we talked about this whole podcast episode, don't keep your soil soggy for this plant. You just want it lightly damp for your roots. Um, your stem cuttings and then as it gets older you can kind of let it dry out a bit more. Um, I also read that from what people have experienced that it takes about two years for your stem cutting to grow into a plant big enough that it's going to need like a bigger pot than the one you start with. I'm assuming the one you start with would be like a four inch pot you know pretty small but not incredibly small. So you could plant it, go to college, 
get an associate's degree, come back, and <laughs> be time to repot it. Yes, you would need someone to water that little guy between yeah. then, though. But yeah. Obviously. But... Yeah, you, you could have a little graduation ceremony from their smaller pot. Yeah. And that would be so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've been dealing with fungus gnats for our snake plant. Mm-hmm, we have. What pests can bring, or what pests do Hoyas bring about? So, they're especially prone to mealybugs, um, white flies, scale, and aphids. Um, I know we've talked about pests a lot, but I'm just gonna, you know, mealybugs, they look like little white cottony masses, white flies are white flies. <laughs> They're like, black yeah. flies. I know, that would be confusing. <laughs> yeah, I can't describe it better than that. It's just a tiny white fly. Scale, there um, are these little bugs that kind of stick onto the stem or leaves of your Hoya. They kind of look like little brown bumps. Um, you'll know if it's scale. You can kind of like scrape your fingernail and pop it off. Um you can't do that with like a brown bump that's like on the leaf because it's like a dead part of the leaf. I've, I don't know. I feel like I sometimes I'm like, oh, is that scale? And then I'll kind of, I'll poke at it and like, oh, no, that's just a piece of the leaf. So you can kind of poke scale off of the leaves if you're wondering. And then aphids, I feel like a lot of people are familiar with aphids because it's a very common garden pest, but they are just little, um, green little bugs that hang out and Mm -hmm. they really love new growth so they will hang out on little new buds or little new leaves especially because they love to um they basically stick their mouths into the leaves and the stems and drink the sap out Hmm. so yeah kind of mean yeah um any other extra care tips you want to share with the folks? I do have a few, if you don't mind. Um, also, I just want to give a shout out to Sam here, because these past few nights we've been trying to do this podcast, our kids have been waking up due to little colds that have been going around our house. And it is so late, and Sam was so nice to do this podcast with me because I just wanted to get it done because we've been putting it off because kids were awake. So thank you, Sam, for being here and helping me with this. <laughs> Don't fall asleep on me now. We have no. like two huh? minutes. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, extra care tips. Hoyas, they are a... A climbing vine. So if you add in a little trellis to your pot or a pole, they will climb up it. You can kind of help them. Um, but yeah, I've seen that a lot. Um, people will put them like in a macrame hanger or some sort of, or put a trellis into their pot and it will climb up. It can kind of make, I don't know, almost looks like a, a topiary. Is that how you say it? A topiary? Sounds right. Thanks. Sam's just hanging on here for me. (laughs) Um, So anyways, oh, I already talked about that, how the little spurs can reflower. So I'm not going to go over that again. My husband's falling asleep. Um, Anyways. I'm here. (laughs) 
last thing so we talked about the flowers a little bit they do produce nectar um because hoyas you know they're trying to attract pollinators so that they can reproduce so they're trying to attract moths flies um ants or even a pollinator of hoyas so if you notice that your flowers um are dripping it's nectar that is dripping out and it's very normal um i i guess you could chop off your flowers if it's really annoying but honestly i don't think it's worth it to be cutting off flowers if they are dripping nectar and that is all of my extra care tips we made it sam okay thank you everyone for listening (laughs) episode 20 can't believe we've made it this far it's just so heartwarming to think that (laughs) we've been able to do 20 episodes we couldn't have done it without any of you and your support well we probably we probably could have but it would have been much less fun (laughs) we are so glad that we have people here listening and enjoying this podcast with us Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or Pocket Cast. Also, you can follow us at Tinny Plants on Instagram, Pinterest, or YouTube. Once again, that's Tenny Plants, T-E-N-N-E-Y Plants. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, email us at tennyplants at gmail.com. Or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time.